Hey, welcome to F That, Breaking the Rules of Online Business. I'm your host, Deanna Seymour, a digital marketing strategist that wants you to feel like you can run your business however the F you want to. All right, let's dive into this episode. So this week and last week a little bit, I've been recording the episodes for my anti-hustle holiday countdown. So last week when I started doing the interviews, one of the speakers, like usually we talk before or after the episode, and one of the speakers was like, so how does this help your business? Like, what does this do for you? Like, it's fun. I'm here for it. I'm glad you're doing it. I'm happy to be a part of it. But how does it help your business? Like, it's just these random Christmas stories. And in case you don't know what that is, it's a series I did last year and now I'm doing again this year where I interview, do quick little 10-minute interviews with online business owners. Last year, they were all podcasters. This year, they're just in the online business space. And we just have a quick 10 or 15 minute interview about a holiday tradition or memory or favorite thing or something like that. Something holiday-ish. You know I don't like serious rules, so it's not that specific. But something fun, something not business related. There's no tips or tricks or whatever, especially not about business. And I release one each day, like a countdown to... For me, I celebrate Christmas, but also it doesn't go till the 25th. It goes to the 21st because I want to take off for Christmas. (laughs) So it's just kind of a fun little holiday countdown. But when I was little, I really loved those advent calendars where you open the door each day for chocolate. And so I was like, wouldn't that be fun if there was like a little podcast episode every day? So you don't know which one's coming out each day. But yeah, it's a really fun thing. So admittedly, I just thought of the idea and I thought it would be really fun And I just wanted to do it. And I dove in. It was last year. I remember talking to my friend, Angie Trueblood, who's a podcasting person. And I was like, wouldn't this be fun? And it was like the middle of November. And I just like pulled it together really fast and did it because I thought it would be really fun. So I wasn't really thinking, you know, funnel wise or like what, how will this help my business? Like what offer will this directly relate to? I didn't do the typical thing, right? I just thought it would be fun and I wanted to do it. So I did it. So I thought it would be fun to record an episode walking you through, like, why do I do the holiday hustle? And I thought it would be kind of fun to break down, like, how it benefits everyone involved. Like, what do the, what does the audience get from listening? What do the speakers get? And what do I get out of it as the host? So I'm going to go through all those things. And I think this is going to be kind of a fun episode. So first up, the audience, right? I always talk about how there's more than one way to serve your audience. Initially, we all think, oh, we have to serve as a serving as a serving. We think that means teaching. Like for some reason, our brains are like, okay, that means three tips. Like if I'm a graphic designer, I'm a digital marketing strategist, my content should talk about teaching people about the subject that I'm going to. But there are more than one ways to serve your audience. It doesn't have to be that. So what does the audience get with the anti-hustle holiday countdown? Number one, I think that they get entertained, right? These are these are humans who watch other things, listen to other podcasts, like hopefully are not just only, you know, learning about their business 24-7. So they will be entertained. They get a break from their business. So just jumping off that, if they are somebody who it seems like every book they read is a self-help about their business, every blog they read is about business, every podcast they listen to is about business. This this could be like a nice break for them. That is how we serve them. And then like fun holiday ideas. Like they're humans. Like I was just saying, like, what's the point? You know, those ICA, like ideal client avatar 
exercises where you say like they shop at Target and they like peppermint lattes from Starbucks and their name is Lucy or whatever. Like what's the point of making your ICA a person if all you're going to do is treat them like part of your funnel? So they're people, right? Most of my clients are women. Sometimes my clients are moms, but not always. I think that all of my clients have an element of like fun or silliness or lighthearted to them. So they are definitely going to be drawn to the anti-hustle idea and vibe. They might already be planning to take time off from their business. And if they struggle with that, they might be like, I need to like stop listening to only business podcasts, but they might not know what to listen to. So this is kind of cool, I think, because they get to listen to a podcast that is not about business. But while they're doing it, getting introduced to business, online business people who could be a resource for them later when they're ready to get back to work. So, you know, also the whole anti-hustle thing. Sometimes when it comes to your ideal clients, it's easier for me sometimes to think about who you don't want to work with. So for me, that's like some sort of like Devil Wears Prada, Meryl Streep, like data-driven analytics, I'll work, no play, I'm the SEO boss bitch type of person. I don't think that that person's going to be really drawn to my anti-hustle holiday series. They probably think it was like a waste of time, um, too cutesy, what's the point? Perfect. It's not for them, so that's good. I'm glad if they if they see it and they think that, that's perfect because they're not my people. So it's kind of pushing those people away and I guess leaking into like how it helps me but like making sure that it doesn't appeal to the people you don't want means it's that much cooler for the people who are into it so the anti-hustle vibe and the fun and the it's not at all businessy I think that really speaks to the person who is a perfect fit client for me but it also really speaks to them like they talk about if you're just vanilla and you're not really just kind of like, oh, I don't know, a holiday series. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk a little bit about business. We're going to sprinkle in some of this. And if you're trying to be for everyone, you're for no one. So the fact that I go all in on like, we're not going to talk about business at all, anti-hustle, that's speaking to my people. So the other thing is that as they find the new people to follow in 2023, those business owners probably already have a ton of educational content and blog posts and podcast episodes and downloads and everything that the listeners will find if they go to their websites. So the listener is still going to find educational things about their business if they want that later, but it's a nice introduction to the people on a very human level. So the audience gets entertained, gets a break, and gets to find new business people. And the audience is finding people who have an anti-hustle vibe. So if they're attracted to the anti-hustle vibe and all the speakers were attracted to being a part of this, then it's a good match for them too, if that makes sense. What do the speakers get out of it? Well, it's authority building to be in anything. Like anytime you're able to share like, hey, I'm in this cool thing. Somebody asked me to be a speaker at, like I'm a speaker. It's cool. It doesn't matter. Like it's a bunch of other, it's a panel of a bunch of other online business owners. Like whatever the topic is, people are sort of impressed, I guess, when you share a stage with other business owners, right? They get a link back to their website from my website on the landing page. So like, you know, I, maybe you know, maybe you don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I've di- di- dived, dived into this yet. But SEO, I think I have a love-hate relationship with SEO, the idea of SEO. But it's a thing. And I think links back to your website help you with that. 
they also get access to a new audience. Like if someone signs up because of someone else that they see in the holiday countdown, but they listen to their episode and love them. They have new followers, they have a new fan. So it's a good way to connect with new audiences for them. And I mean, I don't like to brag, but I think it's fun. I think that they have fun doing it. Like everybody who has come so far last year and this year is probably like 35 people total. I think I'm on episode, I've done 11 episodes this year and last year I did more than 21. So anyways, I'm guessing 35. But you know, it's a quick 10 minute conversation about them and their family and their traditions. And usually it's like a lot of laughs and fun and it's, it's fun. (laughs) Let me just say one more time. It's fun. So the speakers get to look cool for being part of it, get to find new people for their audience and I think have fun and connect with me. Just saying. Okay, and then also, what do I get out of it? First of all, I love hosting things. Like, I am like Monica from Friends. Back when I was single, I was the lady who would love to have people over to her house. I mean, like, I rented a party bus to see Christmas lights for my birthday one year. I bought a bunch of those flavored vodkas when they started making those. And I actually made little recipe magazines, like little zines by each flavor, like, you know, mango vodka, espresso vodka, whatever. I feel like those vodkas all came out, like all of a sudden the vodka world was like, ooh, we're going to make flavors. And there was like whipped cream and strawberry and whatever. So I made little recipe cards and I had all the little mixers that they would need. And I had a martini party. So I love hosting fun gatherings and I feel like I don't know if it's the pandemic or becoming a mom or moving out to the suburbs, but there's like a few strikes against me these days. And I just haven't haven't had that much space and time for hosting. So for me, this is a fun way to host in the online. And it's actually it's actually really fun. It's really fun for me. I will be honest, the interviews are the most fun. And then there's some work after that and also before that, inviting people. But I'm actually going to do another episode on the workflow of this whole thing and how I've kind of streamlined it this year. So I will share that. But the interviews are seriously so fun. But don't get it twisted. The whole thing is not super fun. But I do I do have fun making some stuff. I'll talk about that in another episode. Slow your roll, Deanna. Talk about another episode. What else? I love Christmas. I love Christmas. So this has already, I mean, I'm recording this on November 11th and I'm already like in the spirit. I'm trying hard not to already blast Christmas music, although I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just, I'm trying to like pace myself, but I have put it on a couple times because just talking to people about their holidays and stuff, it's really putting me in the spirit. So that's good. I love it. And then here's the real deal. I meet new business owners. So one speaker this year, Pippa Parfait reached out to me back, I think like in the spring about a project that I wasn't really sure it was something I could do. And I've talked before about how I used to pretend like I only did Instagram graphics and I was trying to niche down. So I told her no. Looking back, I'm like, I could have done that. I could have done the project she wanted me to. My bad. But when that happened, we sort of were like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And we followed each other on Instagram. And then, you know, just like some posts, respond to some stories. But I was excited to actually get to talk to her. And, you know, we laughed and swapped stories and candy preferences. And we we really connected. So now to me, and hopefully to her, she feels more like a friend and less of just like someone I follow on Instagram. 
you know, another speaker, Kara Steinman, I think I met on LinkedIn. She's tricky because she's on LinkedIn and Instagram. But anyway, she knows my friend and client, Julie Brown, who was actually on the Anti-Hustle Holiday Countdown last year. And so through Julie Brown and stuff, she reached out because we had that mutual connection. And when I decided to do it this year, I, I sent her an email. I was like, oh, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. So we've recorded her episode and we stayed on to chat afterwards. And now we've been sending each other boxers. So it does really create a connection with the people I'm talking to. So that that goes for podcasts in general, I think. Even if this, I think this especially because we're just swapping stories and it's very casual. But even if I was doing a series on, you know, I've done my series on social media and I'm breaking the rules of social media and breaking the rules of podcasting. Even on those, it still creates a little bit of a bond. But I do think this one in particular, because I'm talking about this one, because I think people are puzzled because they're like, this doesn't even have to do with business. How does this help you? But I almost think because it doesn't have to do with business, it connects me more to the people. Just saying. So it's funny, too, because it's like I'm just having conversations with people. And then all of a sudden I'm hosting the series. So that's authority building for me. And it's content. Like I'm putting out 21 podcast episodes this month. So talk about repurposing, right? I'm just chatting with people and now that's content. So for me, someone who loves chatting with people, that sounds way more fun than writing blog posts. Just saying. For me. Some people love a blog. Okay, the other thing that uh, that's in it for me is that I grow my email list. So it's a private podcast, so people have to opt in to listen. Thank you. Hello, audio. I love Hello, audio. And, you know, since it's like fun and anti-hustle and I'm choosing business owners that I feel are a good fit for my vibe, I'm growing my list with the people that follow them which are also like, I keep bringing this up, but it's like all interconnected, you know, because it's a very strong viewpoint. And the fact that it's not about business, like it's a certain person who wants this. So it's not about growing my list by thousands. That doesn't happen. Maybe a hundred, hundreds, maybe, but all the people who opt to something that's called anti-hustle holiday countdown that says you're overwhelmed by summits, like, there's no business talk, like we're chill. Those people are my people. So it's very good growth, maybe small, small, but mighty, you know? And then also it's a creative outlet for me. You know, I used to be an art teacher and an artist myself. Let me brag for a second. Did you know? Did you know? Now I'm like, Mary, did you know? Because I'm in the Christmas. Did you know that I painted a mural? In Richmond, like a whole, like a whole side of a building. I mean, maybe not the whole side of the building. It was a really block long building, but I got a chunk of it. So I've painted a mural. I have been featured in Richmond Magazine a couple times for a plush monster business I used to have. Like I love creating. And again, kind of with the party hosting, again, I don't know if it's from being a mom, being a business owner. And for a while, like, you know, before I quit teaching, I was a business owner, a mom and a teacher. So it was a little hectic. So I just haven't really put as much emphasis on art making as I have in the past. And this feels very fun to me, like making the graphics, making the stuff, making the reels. I'm having a really good time making the reels for this one. So you have to wait and see what those look like. But I'm cracking myself up. So you know, they're going to be good or bad, depending on what that means for you. But yeah, 
So the art thing, like it's creative outlet for me. And then I've kind of said this already, but it is authority building for me. So, you know, I'm the host of this amazing event with lots of amazing people. And I'm the person who made it all happen. Just kidding, sort of. But that is kind of what it what it looks like to the outside world, right? Oh, wow. She got this person. Oh, cool. She got She got all these people to say yes to her life. Who is she? Like it makes people pay attention. And that's the whole point of marketing, right? So one of the speakers, Cassie Patton from Metal and Tonic, she's already recorded her episode, but she emailed me, like emailed me back after I sent her some promo stuff after she recorded. And here's what she wrote. Deanna, this is pure joy. That's the pure joys in all capitals, in case you couldn't tell by the way I read it. Everything is so pretty and festive and fun. And you've got some great folks involved in this. I'm so happy to be among them. Thanks for having me. I'll, of course, be happy to share. It's fun. It's fun for them. I'm having fun making it. I know I'm saying fun. Like, if this was uh, Watch What Happens Live and fun was the drinking game alert, we'd all be drunk. But it is fun. It is fun. And I know that because it's so fun at first glance, it might not seem like something that would help my business at all because it doesn't even talk about business. But... It's just not the case. It's it's really good. So the point of all this is to say that you too can do things that are out of the box. You know, there's more than one way to serve your audience. It doesn't always have to be educational tips and tricks. If that's your jam and you have fun doing those and you love it and it's getting great results for you, keep doing it. But if you're struggling with that and you don't know how it relates to an offer and it just doesn't feel fun to you, like... What else could you do? Could you do something like this in your business? Like, could you, let's say you mostly serve moms. Like, could you pull together a bunch of people to to tell parenting stories? Or, I don't know. Like, I'm riffing. And when when I riff, it gets a little wild. But what could it be about? Think about that. And, you know, what do you love? What do you love? What's super fun? Like, what what if there was a bunch of episodes about everybody's favorite Starbucks drink. I don't know. I'm like, ew, Starbucks corporate. But you know what I mean? Who could you team up with? Like, who do you want to meet? Who do you wish you could team up with? Whose audiences would you love to get in front of? They're all things you could think about in trying to pull this together. So I will say 21 is pretty ambitious. (laughs) It's a lot of people. But you could do four. You could do, you know, my other series, Breaking the Rules of, of Social Media and Podcasting so far have been eight. Technically, It was only seven episodes, the last one, because Pete and Raina did it together. So anyways, it's it's really fun, and it's been really great for me in my business. If I, when I go back and look at the landing page from last year, and I sort of point to each speaker, most of them, I've either been on their podcast, I have made something for them, a one-off project, or worked with them in some way. Or some of them are like retainer clients, a couple of booked VIP days. So it's like, it's not, and last year that was not my intention. Because like I said, I don't always think things through. I just knew it would be fun and I knew I like people and I wanted to talk to some people, have some fun. But now I'm like, oh, hmm, actually this is really cool. And I will say that this year I was like a little more strategic. I mean, not strategic, but like. I don't know that's a mindset thing strategic is not a bad word it's fine you know I picked people that I really wanted to, to talk to and honestly last year I did too why would I pick someone I don't want to talk to so I guess it's the same strategy pick people you want to talk to and then talk to them and turn that into content and then look like a boss because you did that I don't know 
I think I think this episode should. Anyways, if you want to listen to this year's anti-hustle holiday countdown, you can go to antihustleholiday.com and sign up. It is free. It does cost you your email address. And I see you people who give me those hotmail email addresses and AOL email addresses. I know, I know what you're doing. I do it too sometimes, but my emails are good. So I actually think you would like being on my email list if you're not already. And it starts on December 1st. The first episode will go out and then we count down to the 21st because real talk, I'm not trying to post any podcasts on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, any of that. I'm taking off. So if you have any questions about this episode, like after this, and you're like, huh, what about this? What about this? You want to run any ideas by me? You got a wild idea for something you want to do? Hit me up over on Instagram. I love a DM. I usually say I love a voice memo, which I do love, but you can text me too, whatever you want to do. Did you know there's a song called Text Me Merry Christmas? I told you I'm in it. I'm in deep. I'm in deep on the holiday spirit. Over on Instagram, I'm at the Deanna Seymour. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening. Na 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 na